0: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Aspie Girl Gab, and please forgive any of the background noise. Um I'm recording a bit early again. Um so anyways before we get started I just want to let everybody know happy early Pride month. Um by the time of this recording of the episode it's pretty much the 30th of May. Um so um happy early Pride month from the time I'm recording this. Um but if you're listening to this on like the 1st of June already then happy Pride month. Um <laughs> But yeah, Pride month is like right around the corner. Time sure flies. Um, also, I also before we start with the main topic for today, um, I would like to let everybody know that in the next episode, my mother and my sibling are sure to join in, because um, we'll be talking about Pride Month, and my sibling, we're thinking about my sibling's going to be brought on to also discuss that topic. Um, And, of course, my mother will be joining in. Um, It's just been so long since me and my mother and my sibling did an episode together. Um, Okay, so anyways, on to today's topic, which is... um, Well, I came up with this theory. You all know the Mad Hatter and the March Hare from Alice in Wonderland. Um, Well, mostly the Disney version from 1951. Well, I was watching one of the scenes from that movie um, when I kind of noticed a little bit of um, a bit of noticeable behavior in the Mad Hatter and the March Hare. And I actually kind of just start, I did some Googling. Um, and basically that's what brings us to today's topic. I call it the Hatter and the Hare Autism Theory. Now, basically, some people may think they're just being, well, mad or total goofballs, but I have a feeling that there's more going on here than we think, and they might actually have some form of autism. Uh, both of them, to be more precise. Um, now, anyways, I've been re-watching the Mad Tea Party scene, um... For so many times that it's already stuck in my head. But I had to do it so I could try to identify any signs of autism that they might have. And boy oh boy did I find five. I found five signs of autism in these two. Um, Now the first being difficulty understanding Alice's emotions. Like you know when she appears to be a little upset by them or something. They kind of don't understand you know that like she's upset um you know like with the way they're kind of being just a a tad bit rude well to her they're being rude um and basically they just have a difficult understanding of her emotions like all they do is just like talk about the tea um you know like move down chairs and such completely ignoring how she's clearly feeling Um, now the next sign I found was a narrow range of interests, basically meaning that some people with autism out there have a narrow range of interests, like they only focus on like a couple of things and that's it. Um, now these two mostly focus on and are probably obsessed with tea, tea cups, tea parties, and that's pretty much about it. Um, so, like that's all they care about. Like, they keep talking about tea, um, tea cups. Like, that's all they, like, they just keep saying, like, more tea. You want tea? Tea, tea, tea. Like, that's all they're talking about. Like, it's their only interests. Like, tea and tea cups and anything related to tea. So basically, that's. The second sign. Um, not only that, but another sign is not understanding the changes in tone in Alice's voice. Now, some on the spectrum may not understand the changing in tone of somebody's voice. Like, if they're upset, or happy, or something like that. I'm sure you guys get the point. Um... Now, basically, in Alice's voice, like, her tone of voice does change, like, when they say, like, clean cut, move down. Um, she says, but I haven't had any. And then they clearly ignore her, just, they keep saying clean Cup move down, move down. Um, even after hearing the change in tone of Alice's voice, where she's clearly frustrated, but they just don't understand and completely ignore it. Um, now... The fourth sign is that they have a difficulty understanding her facial emotions and gestures. Now, basically, Alice is clearly frowning, looking very angry and upset, but the two, like the Hatter and the Hare, just don't really care all that much, but that's because they don't understand. Um, They don't understand that Alice is clearly frustrated with them, and, like, the way they're behaving in front of her, um, plus, um, they don't understand that the white rabbit is clearly upset that they destroy his watch, and when, you know, like, they basically, when the white rabbit appears, um, to the tea party scene, um, like, while they're destroying his watch, like, they don't understand that that it made him sad, like, that's, that watch was his most prized possession it was his baby and basically they don't understand and just basically ignore the sadness or just don't have a clear understanding of it um and now the fifth the fifth sign number five everybody number five is monotonous or repetitive speech in other words basically talking about something over and over again until it just becomes completely boring or uninteresting tea they keep talking about tea and then they keep saying clean cup move down um and basically they, they they're like yo you want more tea you want more tea you want more tea basically like that and well, all five of these signs came together. I, I put these signs together to form this theory that the Mad Hatter and the March Hare aren't precisely mad per se, but might instead have a form of autism. And basically, finding five whole signs, um, five whole signs while rewatching the Mad Tea Party scene, it does make it quite clear. And kind of pretty much a bit true. Now the reason I'm saying this is because I'm not sure a hundred percent, and it's not guaranteed. But when you rewatch the Mad Tea Party scene over and over again, it might actually be it might actually be a hundred percent true because all you have to do is just closely look at their behaviors. Um, and basically, like I always wondered, like. When watching that scene, because it makes me laugh, I actually... Like, before this theory, I just watched the scene on YouTube or somewhere to make me laugh because I was just in a bit of a moody situation and I just needed something to cheer me up. And when I saw how the Mad Hatter and the March Hare, you know, like every time I had to rewind and watch some of my favorite parts of the Mad Tea Party scene... I actually noticed these signs and behavior in them and I basically decided to jot down any of the signs of autism I could find in that one scene and hallelujah I found five. Five signs of autism so conclusion to this theory is that the Mad Hatter and the March Hare might not be mad but instead have autism. And another thing that might prove this is that they're both boys. Um, Basically, um, boys are actually more prone or more likely to get autism than girls. Because it takes only one parent with the autism gene to pass it down to a boy. But if it's a girl, then both parents have to have some form of the autism gene. Um, So basically, that could be... Another piece of evidence, um, because, well, it's just hard to think that all this time, like, I'm, n- I'm never going to see the Mad Tea Party scene the same way ever again, but I still think that this theory could pretty much be true. I mean, if you just rewatch the Mad Tea Party scene over and over again for yourself, and, basically view all of these signs that I've collected, then you'll pretty much see what I mean. So, like, yeah, plus, that with them being boys, they're more likely to get the autism gene. Um, and most likely to be born with autism, and basically, probably not be mad or total goofballs at all. Like, they might have an actual form of autism. Um, Now, remember, this is the Disney 1951 version, not the 2010 Tim Burton version or any other version of Alice in Wonderland. Um, The 1951 Disney version is um, the thing I pulled this theory from. Um, Yeah. So, you guys can consider, I don't know, maybe watching the Mad Tea Party scene for yourselves. See what you think about this theory. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think this theory is true. I mean, I've seen it. Like, I had to rewatch it multiple times. Just multiple scenes within just that one scene. Um... <laughs> Like, that one scene I had to rewatch over and over again. And the more I saw the signs of autism, the more that it proves this theory, um, to pretty much be true. Um, now I don't know about anybody else within the Wonderland universe. Like, I don't know if they're al- they also have autism, but I think it's just the Mad Hatter and the March Hare, um, If I did, then it would probably make my theory a bit too long, um, but, hey, I mean, if you guys want to come up with theories of your own, very much encouraged, everybody, um, oh, my apologies, there's two grasshoppers out of my window right now. I think I just saw one of them jump. Big guy, too. Or one of them. Actually, no. Both of them are big. Um. Anyways. (laughs) But, yeah. That concludes my Hatter in the Hair. Um. Autism Theory. Um. And so, now that the main topic is done for today. I might as well let you guys know. Um. About what we might be talking about in the next episode. Just to give you guys a, a little bit of a heads up. Um. Now, like I said. Before at the beginning of this episode, um, my mother and my sibling will be joining us um once more. Sorry, it's just this grasshopper on my window. Um don't worry, he's outside. It's a big guy too. Um basically my mother, my sibling will all be together in this in the next episode. To discuss about Pride Month. Um, maybe we'll talk about like Pride Flags or. Actually it's a good. Probably a good thing my sibling is coming on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like maybe. We can talk about how maybe. Maybe we could talk about how. You know, like, maybe how lesbian relationships work, or gay relationships work, or basically how, like, maybe the science behind, um, stuff. I don't know, guys. I'm just not, my brain's not, my brain is just not in a right mind today. Like, I don't know. (laughs) A lot of of stuff has happened today, okay? So, my brain is just not where it used to be. But, anyways, I am sorry to cut this episode short again. Um, Okay, so let me see. How long has it been? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Okay. Um, But, anyways, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Uh, My mother and my sibling will be um, able to join us in the next episode. We'll be talking about Pride Month. Um, Like, maybe I can tell you guys in the next episode um, maybe the story of how I found out I was attracted to girls. And maybe my sibling can tell you about how I actually forgot what sexuality they are. I have to ask- I have to ask them again. Um. But basically, like, I can tell you, like, the story of how I found out that I was actually attracted to girls and not boys. Um. And my sibling can give you a story of, you know. Whatever it is, because I I really need to ask them again. I, I sometimes become super forgetful. Um. But anyways, I hope you all enjoyed my theory today, uh, and I'll see you all in the next episode. All right. Farewell. Hey, thanks for listening to Aspie Girl Gab. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can find Fox at C H Y T H E F O X shy the Fox at Instagram. We are also up on Facebook, Aspie Girl Gab. We have a page over there. Um, and we will have other links um, on our Facebook page and such that you can follow us. Thanks for listening.